0: Guys, it's Rome's Dome coming at you. Um, I'm Roman, as you know. It's my co-host. Hey, what's, what's up, man? Name? <laughs> oh, Tim. <laughs> Tim, 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 Tim. <laughs> okay, no, they know who you are. Okay, this is officially episode one. Last week, um, we did our very first episode. You know, we're just starting off. We're trying to get get things in order. You know, as you could see. But um, <laughs> Tim, okay, I want to start this off by bringing up something from last week. Because um, this is a big win for you. Now, did you see the Top Gun news?
1: Uh, They're making a third one.
0: No, no, not that they're making a third one. Top Gun Maverick has Mm -hmm. just beaten Doctor Strange as being the highest domestic grossing film of this year.
1: That's what I like to hear. I told you, best movie of the decade, best movie of the last 30 years, best movie of the century. I can go on and on. Best movie ever made. (laughs) I stand by you know,
0: it. It's well-deserved. I think they deserve that,
1: 100%. And you know 100%. what else it proves? It proves that audiences, maybe they want Tom Cruise, maybe they want shirtless guys, but I think ultimately <laughs> they want a good action movie. I think that's what they want, and I think that's what it proves.
0: I think it might just be the, the shirtless guys. Cause <laughs> yeah, Miles Teller.
1: Bro, I'll take it. Whatever, bro. <laughs> made me buy a pair of sunglasses i'm growing out a mustache so
0: all right you know i respect that okay all right moving on from that um so we talked about movies last week obviously we talked a lot about top gun maverick and other legacy movies now something that i'm not as good at as doing as compared to you is watching tv shows i know that's your bread and butter so Love i it. wanted to ask you what have you been watching recently what shows have you been watching
1: Oh man! Um, so I actually in the past week I went through quite a few shows. I I'm started watching The Boys based on your recommendation. Yes, that's um, right
0: to hear.
1: Yeah, I've been watching Barry. Barry's amazing. Yeah. I loved it. Um, the season finale was like last Sunday.
0: Yeah, on I mean, that um, I haven't seen it at all.
1: <laughs> it's so good. Um, and then um, the other one I watched was um only murders in my building right is that the oh yes yes I love that show yes. mm-hmm. yeah that was really good very very surprisingly good um mm-hmm. the other thing I'm watching is uh a, a t- tv show sitcom uh I'm sorry uh, but yeah I've, been, I've watched tons these are all like in the past like couple weeks that I've been watching
0: oh wow yeah see I can't even say I've watched that many shows in the past couple weeks um the boys for me, Those, you know, that's kind mm-hmm. of that's kind of what I've been keeping up with. Obviously I started in Miss Marvel, Kenobi, um Stranger Oh Kenobi, Things. I'm watching Kenobi. Yeah, you're watching Kenobi and I know you watching Stranger Things or no? Not yet. I'm I'm caught
1: up to the current season, but I haven't watched the newest season.
0: Okay, okay. Well, you got time until the uh, part two. I'm telling you, it's it's nuts. It's wild. a part two. Yeah, so they released the part first part like now and it's seven episodes. They're like literally movie long. Like they're this long. It crazy. And then now they have part two coming out in like July something. And part two is gonna have like two hour episodes. The finale's like two hours long. I'm like, are you kidding me? Wow, like these are movies insane. now. These these yeah. are T V shows. But they're okay. Just trying to, yeah, sorry, go on. No, no. I was just gonna say like um like I'm we mentioned the boys. We've both seen the boys. And for one, I think that a lot of superhero shows like the boys invincible. I know you've seen daredevil and like stuff like punisher. I know you love punisher. Like those are some love great punisher. shows. Mm-hmm. And punisher,
1: Luke Cage. Fantastic.
0: Yeah, yeah no, hundred percent. I like Jessica Jones. Not so much iron fist though. That's it's not for me.
1: Mm-hmm. I like, yeah, I get it. I get it.
0: <laughs> but, um, I liked it a lot. Those shows are great. They're great. And, um, I think it's very interesting to see these uh these superhero shows get so much popularity and I think a big one that um, was really popular that I know that you love too was Peacemaker.
1: Dude, amazing. Uh, you know all these shows, they're they I I say amazing like it's like you know, nothing special, but like these shows are all in their own right amazing like mm-hmm. they're they're different tastes, they're made differently but um they were very fun to watch i really envy anyone that gets to start it uh and binge it um Mm -hmm. so yeah like peacemaker was one of those shows truly loved it truly loved the intro amazing (laughs)
0: that is one of the that is one of the best intros of all time 100 percent um i think i think when it comes to peacemaker like i loved peacemaker i think that's like one of the best things that dc has dropped in a long time other than like the Mm -hmm. batman but um oh yeah speaking of peacemaker i feel like there's a big distinct difference between peacemaker and obviously like the marvel disney plus shows in just like how the peacemaker show feels more like these older superhero shows that came out not old old but like you know daredevil punisher Mm -hmm. as compared to these marvel disney shows that they feel they don't feel like like have you seen have you seen all the marvel disney shows or no
1: um i think i mean that's a fair point because i think i started wandavision i think i made it a few episodes in um but i wasn't sold on it, it didn't really draw me back um and then i saw hawkeye a couple ex- episodes uh, it's kind of the same story uh so, yeah, I mean, I need to watch Loki. Oh, sorry, I said Loci. Loci. You remember those bracelets? Yeah, um, the, yes. Yeah, the Loci bracelets. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I need, to wa- I need to get on top of the, all the Marvel uh, TV shows. But, um, yeah, like, Peacemaker was reminiscent definitely of, of like, Netflix uh, series of Marvel shows and um, – uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not caught up in all the, the Marvel TV shows yet.
0: Uh, you need to watch that, but, like, get on that. Get on that. That's your mm-hmm. homework. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but um, I think a big thing about that is that, like, when I think of these shows, I think of how Peacemaker, you know, it instantly hooks you in, you know. Mm-hmm. And as compared to the other shows, um, Loki and stuff like that, like, they do. They, like, ho- they hook you in, right? But it's a different mm-hmm. kind of like they're like a different hold they have on you because they're they're hoping you're a big Marvel fan. They're hoping you like you like this continuity and everything going on because all these characters are like very well known. But the thing with Peacemakers, he's a character no one knew about, you know. And if you think about mm-hmm. it too, when Daredevil came out, when Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, these are more lesser known. Like I know Daredevil was big. Yeah, he had the whole. Ben Affleck, Daredevil movie. But, like, if you think about Punisher, you were telling me this earlier that the Punisher show is miles ahead of that movie that came out.
1: 100%. The original Punisher movie was definitely made for that decade. Like, if you go back and watch it, you're going to be like, this is so out of touch with anything. Even physics. It's out of touch with physics alone. (laughs) I think I remember a scene where the dude survives like, (laughs) blowing up essentially <laughs> um yeah it was definitely like uh like in the bruce willis uh action era yeah but, yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, but the new punisher uh tv show what i think makes it so good is that it can stand on its own it doesn't need like the marvel cinematic universe mm-hmm. there it can just like if you're into drama you're gonna love the show Uh-oh. and it has cameos i think it only has like one or two cameos but Karen's uh, in it, right. Like yeah, from like devil. yeah, yeah. There's like yeah. It, it's been a while since I've I've seen it, but I do remember. Like I want to rewatch it now, just thinking about it. But yeah,
0: it it stands on its own, and I think that's what makes it so mm-hmm. good. No, I I get you 100. Um, I think like with the the shows, you know, like when you say that and you think of Peacemaker, Peacemaker definitely stands on its own as well. You know, like mm-hmm, this, is, like I said, this is a character no one knows about. This is a character that like was in the suicide squad and he literally was the bad dude. Like he was a bad guy in that, that movie and they were somehow able James Gunn, you know, and all the writers on that show were able to take this character that everyone hated from the movie and make him so beloved. And you know, if that isn't like reminiscent of like, um, like if you think about it, like Punisher in the daredevil show, like he was the bad guy too, you know, But you're able to like look at him and you're able to relate to him and see why he does what he does. And necessarily Punisher isn't a hero, but he definitely has good motives to what he's doing and reasonings why that anybody could sit there. And you even see Daredevil and Punisher argue about like morality, like what's right Mm -hmm. and what's wrong. And you have situations like this in Peacemaker, too, where he looks at his dad. He wants his dad's approval but his dad's a piece of crap. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. like, like, it works on
1: real issues.
0: Yeah, 100%. Like, I know how silly, you know, how ridiculous it could get. But yeah, these are things people deal with, you know, with their family, with their lives, like choosing to be your own person. And um, moving on from that, we're, we, we got a good talk about superhero shows. But like, other than that, I know back when we were in high school, we really love like Parks and Rec like that was our Mm,
1: sitcom yeah Mm -hmm. that was good no one else liked it no one else even even now yeah it's it's parks and rec was dope um the it obviously it it didn't it wasn't close to the office like the office is in the tier of its own in my opinion but Mm -hmm. parks and rec uh there were so many funny things like uh aziz and sorry like yeah uh he, like, I don't, you remember that when he was, like, uh what was it? It was My Day or something?
0: No, Treat when Yourself. Have, That's what, Treat, treat Yourself, right? <laughs> Yeah.
1: Dude, that was so funny. And, like, the, wh- who was the guy they would always pick on? Uh, uh, Gary? Gary? Gary. Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. Jerry. Yeah. Yeah, Jerry. <laughs> Dude. So funny. Uh, But, yeah, it had, it was, like, one of those things where, like, you felt part of the group like yeah Mm -hmm. it brought you into like like you felt like you worked at parks and rec because you understood all the inside jokes like exactly you understood Mm -hmm. why they made fun of jerry it was (laughs) was, uh yeah but yeah that show that show was really good the office um even the older shows that i've watched like i mean i can go back to seinfeld you know like Mm -hmm. which is honestly before my time um Mm -hmm but Seinfeld friends uh boy meets world is my all time favorite show all time <laughs> yeah
0: i know um, i know
1: <laughs> but yeah those, all those shows um i can go i can talk about them forever. i don't know mm-hmm. yeah no i think
0: uh, no like i you know Parks and Rec was mine that was my thing you know i watched all of the office to love the office you know all the inside mm-hmm. jokes that took the world by storm I actually recently saw Friends just like last year, all of it for the first time ever. And, you know, I like Friends, but I don't think it comes close to The Office. Like, I don't think it comes close at all. And I look at like the other shows. Like, I never watched How I Met Your Mother. I never watched, like, um, what is that other one called? It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You know, I never got to see that. I really need to see that. Yeah. And, I think it's still going, actually, that show. I don't think it's over. But um, wow. I think about, like, sitcoms and how you kind of, like you said, I think what you said is really interesting, how you feel like you're a part of Parks and Rec. And at the end of the day, when you watch any sitcom, if you watch Friends, you think you're a part of the Friends group. If you watch yeah. The Office, you feel like you work at Dunder Mifflin, you know? Yeah, And I wish that's I a there. really, like... I think that's a really special thing that these that the sitcoms as a genre does is they do such a good job in making you feel like you're a part of what's going on, and I think that's that's the beauty of these like uh, these types of shows, and I I feel like sitcoms don't get as much credit as compared to like obviously dramas, you know, or like um, uh, what is it called? Not documentaries, but when uh, they go over someone's life, like a biopic show, mm-hmm. like those are always like the big like. Like, that's what everyone talks about.
1: Yeah, like, there's always, there's always, like, uh, yeah, now that you mention it, I, I do think there's, like, a, a stark contrast between these two, right? Like, mm-hmm. sitcoms, in my opinion, they bring you it to it, right? Like, mm-hmm. the Big Bang Theory, huge fan, uh, almost made me choose, like, to be an astrophysicist <laughs> instead of a comp sign major. Uh, but it was. It, like those shows, I just loved because I just felt like I had my, a new friend group. Uh, yeah. But then it's completely different than if you watch the Sopranos or Breaking Bad or yeah. even Barry. Like these shows are are telling you a story, right? And then there's mm-hmm. always like a twist or there's something that unexpected. So yeah, like it's 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 hard to compare like which one's better when you're comparing sitcoms versus TV shows. I feel like. Or like, I don't know, TV shows and their sitcoms and dramas, I guess. Yeah, the different categories. Yeah.
0: See, I think, you know, what I think is special is when a show is able to not only give you that drama, that like story, you know, Mm -hmm. but also make you feel like you're a part of the world. And that's where I think of is Game of Thrones, for me, at least what I think about a show that, you know, they have that storytelling down, they have that world. You feel like you're a part of that. Until the last season, of course, for me at least. But um Game of Thrones was like wanna, that for me.
1: You wanna you wanna hear something funny, but you can't you can't get mad at me. Why? What? I because of the hype, I have refused to watch the Game of Thrones. <laughs> but I've never <laughs> had saying. anything spoiled. But That's to insane. this day, I have not seen one episode of the Game of Thrones.
0: You haven't seen one episode. Oh what? No. Not even the first that, one?
1: No, it's one of those shows that I remember because we were in high school when that came out, and yeah. every day people were talking about it. It was so popular. And I was like, <laughs> I refuse to be part of this. I, I, I choose to be different. I uh, it was like one of those moments, you know?
0: Okay, okay, uh, hold up. Before we before you make me more mad about Game of Thrones, um <laughs> have you seen The Walking Dead? <laughs> Um, yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately,
0: unfortunately.
1: <laughs> But look, look look how I respond to that is that I watch the happening and <laughs> I know it doesn't compare. Um, I like I haven't seen I that, watched- I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's it's no, it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie at all. But um look, I I don't have an excuse for these shows, but they're so hyped. And I just feel like I I feel like I need to be a contrarian in order to 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 enjoy them. So one day I will Damn. watch them. I promise I will watch that's
0: them. Crazy. And the good that thing is, is, is that I can watch it end to
1: end. Yeah, okay. But those you know, two that's shows a- I haven't watched
0: that's actually a good thing that you bring up. I, I'm actually interested in what you think about this. This is a hot topic online right now. What do you think is better? Weekly release or release everything all at once? The binge model. I'll let you answer first, and I'm going to tell you what I think about it. Yeah, that's tough. I like the weekly
1: release. Weekly release, okay. The The reason why I like the weekly release is the anticipation, but it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous because if the show lets you down, it ruins the entire series. And I think that's what happened with WandaVision. One show let me down and I just stopped caring
0: about it. I get what you're saying. Um, I agree with you on weekly release too. However, I feel like some shows suffer from that and some shows benefit. Now, Mm -hmm. when it comes to Stranger Things, obviously that's a Netflix show, so they're gonna release everything at once. And while Stranger Things can afford that, they're one of the biggest shows on the planet. I know you mentioned to me that you said that Stranger Things season one was like a masterpiece. Like literally Amazing. that's that's like, yeah, peak like TV. But shows like, like you said, with WandaVision, episode one and two dropped at the same time. And even when that episode, you know, like finished, it kind of left you like wondering like what the heck is going on here, you know? Yeah, And that gives you the anticipation or it can give you a sour taste in your mouth. And you're kind of like, yo, what is this? You know, this isn't what I signed up for, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I believe that a lot of shows do, do really well in the weekly release, like with um, The Boys. I think The Boys is perfectly paced. And I know you're you're not at season three. And you're going to be, luckily you for you, you're going to be able to watch everything all at once. But how The Boys mm-hmm. is right now is like every episode kind of gives you its own story. But it's a part of a whole like plot. But it like ends very well. And I think what the boys did that was very beneficial too was it dropped three episodes at once for the release date rather than just the one for a lot of other shows. But we also mm-hmm. see shows like I said with WandaVision or others where they drop more than one episode at a once. And I think that's because these studios want you so invested into the plot already that you will come back for the next week and that you will talk about it weekly. You will bring it up to your friends. And that's why I like the weekly release as mm-hmm. compared to the binge model. Because have you seen like you? I,
1: I have, I mean, you've seen, you. I have yeah. to, I have to remind myself.
0: Yeah. So, like when you, we, the murder, yeah.
1: the murder one. Yeah the, yeah. the
0: guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the crazy dude. So when you dropped, it was a big phenomenon, you know, like, Everyone loved you. However, after you dropped, people stopped talking about it after a week or two. Yeah. Is that what you want from, like, I love you, by the way. I'm not bashing you to all the people listening. But do you want, as a studio, for your show to be talked about every week and being all over the Twitter feeds, being all over YouTube, being all over whatever, you know, TikTok? Mm-hmm. Or do you want your do you want your show to be have like a hype period and then just sh- drop all the way down? Cause... it's a fair point.
1: It's a yeah. I mean it's a good point. And there's a lot of things that we don't see with these streaming services, right? Like we don't see the numbers. Like like they're not mm-hmm. that like Netflix, I don't I think Squid Games was like the last time that they released numbers, if they did. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of these streaming services are very very uh Algorithmic about how yes. they they do these mm-hmm. things and drive traffic and stuff. Personally, I I don't think Netflix has the best marketing. Um, it mm-hmm. makes me mad sometimes. But like they have Miles Teller. Like there's a movie with Miles Teller coming out, and they don't. Even and no one knows it. about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's it's dumb. Uh, but hey, that's on them. Uh, <laughs> but to your point, um, yeah, I think, like, if I look back, Squid Games, right? Squid Games was. I honestly can't remember if that was something, I think it was like binge, but mm-hmm. it was one of those movies that was talked about for months yes, after yeah, this, right? Mm-hmm. And it was still like the binge model, right? So I think, I think just like how you would say each show benefits in that, I think also it could be said that each show, depending on the writing and how good it is, can drive that conversation for more weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm but mm-hmm. i will say like there's like the boys like that's been talked about all the time i mean I, obviously you know i'm not like big in social media but mm-hmm. um from our group chats from like people like sending tweets and stuff it's one of those shows that's been talked about for months so it ends berries the same way um and i enjoy it i enjoy that model and yeah it makes me talk about it more and i get so amped um when the next episode's coming up
0: but sometimes i yeah, forget no. like obi-wan right Oh, well, I'm glad you bring that up because I actually want to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi. And
1: <laughs>
0: what do you think about the show so far? I, I know a new episode drops tonight. We're filming this on the 14th. But what do you think about the show so far up to episode four?
1: I I like it. I already know your opinion, but <laughs> I,
0: I I like it.
1: I like Obi-Wan. um, mm-hmm. But I, I understand the, the problem with it. But to me... I mean, well, I'll I'll let you uh, uh, share your points, but mm-hmm. I think it's necessary and it makes sense with what they're doing. The writing is a little bit off, I'll say that,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: I think now I think it's pretty good.
0: See, I could I could I can understand why people would like the show. Personally, for me, I look at Obi Wan Kenobi, and you know. I look at the advertising that was done for it. I look at the press like release, you know, mm-hmm. I look at all of that. I see Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor talking, you know, and all these ads together. And it's, you know, maybe it's because of being like the TikTok like person I am mm-hmm. that I'm kind of into this, uh, this bubble where everyone's talking about like, Oh, we're going to get these scenes with Anakin we're going to get these mm. scenes with Obi-Wan and Anakin. We're going to get flashbacks, the Clone Wars. And that kind of gets my brain all like j- jambled up. And I'm like, oh, that's what the show's going to be. And, you know, when we get this show, this original story, it's an original story with, what's it? The third sister, Reva? Reva? Yeah. Looking for Leia so that she can get Obi-Wan. Like, that's her target. Like, this isn't what was expected you know but Mm. it's obvious that after you know these four episodes there's only six episodes that's what's crazy that the main point of the show wasn't supposed to be just obi-wan and vader as people thought it would like me myself and i think that's where the disappointment comes like yes Mm. i love obi-wan kenobi as a character Yes. Like there, I don't think there's anything wrong with Riva. or rava Is it Rava? I, I don't I'm sorry. I'm saying her name wrong, but I don't think there's anything wrong with her. I think the Leia scenes are good too. I like the other characters that they've introduced, but I feel like this isn't what people wanted. And that's a big yeah. reason why this isn't what I wanted, but you know, I, we still have two episodes. So tell me, like, tell me, like, uh, how do you look at this show and how do you look at it at, say that oh it makes sense why why it's like this so
1: okay i think there's one point uh one because of my lack of social engagement in general Mm, right yes i don't see all that stuff right whatever you guys put in the chat is like probably the most i see so Mm. for me i may have seen a trailer here and there but my expectations i had no expectations i was just hyped Because I know who Obi Wan is and like I I know like the story and all that stuff. So I was very interested to see what they would do. And that probably led to me liking it a little bit more than you did. But my second point and what would probably maybe differ from your opinion is I think it's one of those things that's necessary. Like Mm -hmm. it's interesting to see Obi Wan in a defeated state, you know? Mm I I like I enjoy I enjoy the aspect of him basically learning how to be obi-wan again right he's given up on the force it seems like i mean i don't know i don't know how much i want to spoil but uh, (laughs) he's yeah he's a defeated person and um yeah like the the kid like uh it's it's padme right um or leia padme's padme's kid which is leia leia princess leia sorry my bad um but (laughs) princess leia like she like as like the kid is great you know but kids are very very hit or miss sometimes and there's some episodes where i'm like all right there's too many lines you know, <laughs> we know we know she's smart we know she's tactical we know she's like a mature beyond her years but like we can tone it back a little bit mm-hmm. um and a lot of that's just the writing so i think yeah there's weak writing in it but mm-hmm. i i like the concept of a defeated obi- wan and that's what i i personally like about it
0: now I want to ask you this because this was the original plan for Obi-Wan, right? Okay. So Obi-Wan Kenobi was supposed to be a movie and it was going to be like a two hour movie, you know, about mm-hmm. this. This was the story. Obi-Wan being a defeated man, you know, and going back to the state that he is, you know, when the original trilogy comes out. Right mm-hmm. now, the reason they canceled the movie is because Solo did so bad and, it made Lucasfilm think that no one wanted to see these, these prequel movies of these characters that are already established. This is a reason why the book of Boba Fett was actually a show as well. And when I think about this and I think about the writing of the show, I feel like if Obi-Wan Kenobi, I know we're only four episodes in, it's not done yet, but I feel like if this show was a movie with the same characters it would a hundred percent be a better like movie, just because it's not kind of like you're not stretching it out. And I think that's a big problem with the writing of Obi-Wan Kenobi's, they have these really good ideas. You know, these are like concepts that are new, they're fresh, but it's kind of just like it's lingering for too long. You know, yeah. four, four episodes in, you know, Obi-Wan's still the same. You know? If yeah. this was a movie. If this was a movie, four episodes would be like the equivalent of like what? Probably half of the movie or a good half, um, an hour and 20 minutes of it or something. So like you take that and you think about the last two episodes and you're like, dang, what are they going to cram in to these last two episodes to kind of set the, the, uh, the rest of the tone for the show? And I think that's the biggest problem, too, is the writing from that it's. It's definitely not as concise as they wanted it to be, in my opinion. Mm-hmm.
1: I I, honest, I honestly agree with your point. I do see how this would be way better as a movie. And yeah, like because I'm not excited for the next show. Like the show airs tonight, I'll watch it. But it's not like mm-hmm. when The Mandalorian was dropped, right? Uh, yeah. I was like freaking out. I was like, all right, whatever I'm doing, I need to stop. <laughs> I'm going to watch the new Mando. But um, I see your point. I, this definitely could have been made into a movie. Boba Fett was also pretty weak. Um, mm-hmm. and, but I can see how Boba Fett was a little bit more exciting at times. But there's a mm-hmm. little stuff like the, the speed racer, or the bike gang, or whatever. <laughs> yes. That was a little weird. But uh, yeah, I mean, I see. I, I agree with you. Like, there's nothing I can say against that. Um, but yeah, I. I do like the idea of a show better in the sense of like for these prequels uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because I think, I think it allows them to tell more of the story versus mm-hmm. a a movie would have to have like, it would have to be condensed and you would have a lot of this stuff like taken out or maybe put mm-hmm. into like extras. Um, mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. wouldn't get the same feeling that you get when you like get to understand the entire episode of him looking for this girl and like running in all of these different characters. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I think it mm-hmm. also gets, yeah. It, it also expands the universe a little bit, right? Like,
0: yeah, a hundred percent TV show. No, I agree with that. It does a lot of, um, world building, seeing these actually planets that we've never seen before too. And, um, yeah. tying it into other projects. Like technically, I don't know if you've played fallen order, the game, but, um, yeah. For that, the Inquit inquisitorious Inquisitorius, wherever leia was being kept prisoner you know where vader and all the um inquisitors uh-huh. were that's in the game so like it's cool to see it in live action because that like you're like oh that's the same exact spot you know and it's, it's nice yeah. you know but okay i think we're done with kenobi talking about that it's a it's definitely it's definitely um a hot subject right now but you know to end on a high note like I want you to tell me, like, what what shows are you watching right now? Like, what shows would you recommend for people to watch? Mm.
1: So like, give, give me one right now, and I'll give you one. Okay, okay. So I would say the one I highly recommend uh, people to watch is a show called "I'm Sorry." Uh, I'm sorry. So it's made by like True TV. And it's very mature content, so like keep that in mind. Um, mm-hmm. Don't watch it if, if you're not ready for mature content. It deals <laughs> with very very mature subjects, mm-hmm. but it's it's basically about a mom and and a little bit about the husband, but basically being a mom and being a comic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, I think her name is Andrea Savage or something, but. Uh, she is very talented and let me just pull her name up right now yeah andrea savage she's very talented and i don't know if she does all the writing for the show but mm-hmm. it, her jokes are so funny um and they're delivered really well even in the first season like there's some points obviously like it's it, like i mentioned earlier like sitcoms um tend to have like a weak pilot or they would say, yeah like, a weak first yeah. season but overall i can say that these jokes are funny. Like uh, mm-hmm. they deal with like hard subjects. And I think if you're a mother too, like it speaks, it speaks to motherhood
0: a mm-hmm. little bit too. in
1: a comedic a comedic way.
0: Okay. Um, you know, that, you know, I'll have to add that to my watch list. Cause I have never heard of that show before. Um, underrated, underrated, underrated. Okay. Now, like I told you before, I'm not really big on TV shows as much as you. So basically what I'm like into is like, what's popular now. And for me, what i'll recommend to you guys if you're not watching i'll recommend it for you too is actually miss marvel and mm-hmm. i'm gonna be 100 percent honest i thought this show was gonna be really really disappointing at first i thought you know the concept kind of looked cheesy you know but going into that first episode and seeing all the characters it's definitely going to be a positive show and a in in the sense of like um People are gonna watch the show and they're gonna look up to this girl. They're gonna look up to the character of Miss Marvel. This is a girl that gets made fun of for liking superheroes. She's not popular at all, you know. And a, and an added bonus, you know, she's Muslim. You know, you don't have a lot mm. of people That's like crazy. Be, being yeah. Muslim in school. you already you're already at a disadvantage. Um, and she has a best friend, and he's a dorky nerdy guy. You know, and we know how nerds are portrayed in media too. Yeah. It's usually a negative aspect, like, oh, what a loser, you know? This dude, the, listen to this. This dude in the first episode, bro, he makes his own Siri, basically. That's Dude's so funny. Dude's smart. And he, it seems like he's going to be playing a role in the show as a good confidant, not as like a romantic interest, but as a very close friend and as a very very positive like um, influence to Kamala's life. that's Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. And there's a lot of shows where you look at that and you're like, okay, I know some shows like the guy character seems so dumb, you know, as compared to everyone else. But I even look at the show. I look at that guy. I look at her father and he's a very positive influence to her as well. He's very funny. He's very kind. You know, he's got emotion. You know, I know when we talked about uh, Top Gun Maverick, we talked about like oh these these dudes learned from their mistakes you know they have very um negative traits of like anger and jealousy and um not letting go of the past but as the end of top gun maverick goes like you see these positive traits in these dudes they're able to forgive each other they're able to like love each other and that's a very good um representation of like men you know yeah. and i look at that the same way with uh with her father and miss marvel he's a very he's a very positive influence of a father. And we don't get a lot of that in media. Most most like Disney movies, they don't even have parents, you know? So it's really, really nice to see a dad who, you know, like loves her daughter. And even going from that, all the other characters, you know, the mom, the mom characters, like the classic mom, you know, she loves her daughter, but she doesn't want her to go do bad things. You know, doesn't, it's like a coming of age story, you know? And I really, I really think by the end of it, Miss Marvel might end up being the best Marvel Disney Plus show just because of the themes that are being used. Like we talked about earlier, it's very relatable to life. And I think that realistic and relatable always, always, always comes on top when it comes to storytelling. Now, other than that, yeah, other than Miss Marvel, um, this is a show that I know me. And you, you and I, we both like. We mentioned it earlier. Has some great characters as well as Miss Marvel. Different subject, though. It actually has to deal with podcasts. And that's Only Murders in the Building. Amazing. Freaking love that show. Dude, that was so
1: good. And I thought it was going to be cringy because of the cast. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's really not. Uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short perfectly play the old... The old uh, characters in the building and then, uh, you know, Selena Gomez does her, like, I, I guess new generation type thing, like yeah. you know, all their texting mm-hmm. jokes, like all, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Perfectly executed,
0: well written, very mm-hmm. unique show, very funny show. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think Only Murders in the Building is a good example of like, um, bringing the past generation and the newer generation together as well, yeah. you know, you have these people who have nothing in common, you know, other than they like they like true crime podcasts, yeah. and that just it that just speaks like through generations too. That anybody could be a fan of anything, no matter what your age, where you're from, who you're like, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I also think that it gives a really like positive aspect of reality as well. Like, of course, the whole like murder thing that's a little ridiculous, you know. Oh, mm-hmm. What are you gonna get? That's the main. Basis of it, but all of the characters they deal with their own struggles. They deal with their own problems. Like Mabel, Selena Gomez's character, is dealing like with her past the whole time, and she's young. Yeah. That's the thing. She's not an old character, and she's. But sketchy. you're seeing this with them old men too. Yeah, I I just like how it made like it made them
1: all seem sketchy. Yes,
0: like the yeah. whole
1: Brazos thing, like him like repeating the Brazos line. I still don't know. Like, I I still don't know if that was true,
0: what he said about his dad. But that's, I guess uh, we'll find out, you know, season two is coming out really soon. There's a lot of unanswered questions. I think that's the point of the show at the end of the day. And I think that's a big reason why the show is so enjoyable is that it got, it has you guessing what's going to happen next now. Yeah. Okay, Tim, to finish this off. Give me one more show. One more show that everybody should watch. Recommendation. So,
1: uh, I was thinking about this for a while. And I, this is a show that I'm very passionate about. Because I love sci-fi. Um, and that is Firefly. For, I, first of all, first of all, I wrote an email to Fox. Even though I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't when I was a kid. Because oh, okay. when I first saw this show, I loved it so much. And I started mm-hmm. reading that other people were mad that it was canceled. You know, it was before my time, right? Like I didn't mm-hmm. grow up with Firefly, but when I started watching it, I just, I went on Reddit. I read all the comments and stuff and people felt how I felt that it, there should be a season two that they didn't do it right. They came out with Serenity, which was a movie, which was okay, but was, didn't do justice to Firefly. And Nathan Fillion deserves to play that role again. Um, I can go on and on about Firefly, but just please watch it. If you're a sci-fi fan, if you like Star Trek, if you like Star Wars, if you like any of those shows, just watch it. It's it's a cult TV show. It's a cult hit. And it deserves its recognition. And it deserves for Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, uh, Freebie TV. I don't Freebie know what t- other what other streaming services are out there, but it's, the service needs to to bring this back. Um, And yeah, that is my rant, but I am very passionate about that. And uh, I highly recommend
0: that show. I'm not even going to tell you what it's about, but you just need to, you just need to watch it. Tim, what if I told you I never seen Firefly? That is (laughs) a crime. That, that honestly, like it should be taught in schools. Coming from the guy who's never seen Game of Thrones. (laughs) Bro, look, Firefly is a nice, family t- style show
1: it has it has action it has lessons as morals it has aliens as excitement you know but um mm. i don't know you should definitely watch it uh-huh please watch it. i'll
0: add it on my list because of you okay okay. <laughs> okay all right well thank you guys for listening um this was another episode of rome's dome the official first episode And, you know, it's thoughts right off our dome. And, you know, thank you. Thank you so much. We'll catch you guys next week, okay?